When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody, welcome to the 17th episode of Blockbuster Mentality, your favorite place to go for all things movies. I'm your host, Ben Secord. It is June 3rd, 2016. With me, as always, is your co-host, the one, the only, Brandon H. Here's Johnny. Here's Johnny. I think that might be like your second or third Jack Nicholson quote. That's no, don't, cool. I don't know, brother. I don't know, but Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Classic. Very quotable. Well, hey, sir. What do we got on deck today? We have got a lot of Marvel stuff. Going to talk some Thor 3 again this week uh, with more details on Hulk, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 villain, um, possible casting news for Captain Marvel. Uh, got some uh, Kingsman casting news. And is Star Wars Rogue One in trouble? We will certainly address that, uh, plus a whole lot more. So sit back and relax. Let's, let's uh, talk some movies. Absolutely. All right. First things first, as always, is our box office results from this past weekend. Uh, obviously, it was a long weekend, but we're going to give you the, the three-day weekend results as we usually do. Um, number one in its first week coming in uh, is uh, X-Men Apocalypse with $65.7 million. Uh, number two, Alice Through the Looking Glass with $26.8 million. Uh, Angry Birds the Movie uh, was number three with $18.7 million. And Captain America Civil War number four with fifteen point three million and rounding out the top five is Neighbors Two Sorority Rising with nine point three million. Brandon, you were right on the nose again this week. I think that's uh number two of you being exactly right <laughs> out of seventeen episodes. Oh. Uh that's zero for me, so that's it's definitely a compliment, but yeah, what's uh anything in particular stand out to you? Well I mean the huge drop off between the number one and number two spot. Uh, I think the studio was expecting a lot more money from Alice through the Looking Glass. Huge disappointment right now. I mean, the budget was looks like 170 million. Man, that's a lot of money they're going to have to make up. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean they made a little bit more with the the four day weekend. They went up to 33 million. But yeah, I mean even so, that's. Definitely a disappointment with a budget uh, that high. I mean, even X Men Apocalypse. I mean, that's that's pretty low. That kind of stands out to me with just sixty five million, um, especially after Captain America's start and even you know Batman v Superman was in you know mm-hmm. upper one hundred fifty million uh, in its first week. So I mean, definitely the the lowest this year uh, for for superhero movies in its first week. Um, but yeah, Captain America holding strong there at number four with 15 million. Um, so yeah, I thought Captain America might flip flop Angry Birds. That was the difference in our picks last week. But hey, you were right by three million. So kudos to you, my friend. Well, I appreciate it. Hey, and I'll take a kudos Eminem bar by the way. Ooh, thank you. Yes, but I'm a, I'm on a strict diet right now, so don't tease me with food. It's been rough. Um, all right, so our first news story today is involving Thor Ragnarok, the third uh, Thor standalone movie, which is coming out uh, later on in 2017, um, November 2017 to be exact. Uh, some some news regarding that. I mean, obviously we knew Hulk was going to be in it, mm-hmm. um, but there's been uh, more reports that say Thor uh, Ragnarok will adapt the Planet Planet Hulk storyline, um, which obviously is a comic book. Um, apparently, we're getting something of a mashup between that and the Ragnarok storyline from the comics, uh, with both hero- heroes winding up on a planet where gladiatorial games are taking place. 
and who's in charge. Uh, well, as many of you have already guessed, it will be the Grand Master, uh, who, will, who is being played by uh, Jeff Goldblum. Um, but it's during that part of the film, the Hulk will don the classic Planet Hulk armor from the comic books, something which promises to be an absolute delight to see on the big screen. Um, and then one little more tidbit on this story. Uh, it's uh, Thor's new look, which is most shocking, though, as Chris Hemsworth will apparently be rocking a shaved head for some of the movie, an appearance, it's fair to say, will be vastly different for him. So, Brandon, what are your thoughts on this story? Yeah, so I don't know how I feel about this. I'm kind of a little disappointed. Just for the fact that I know we talked about it last week with our uh, guest, uh, Gray, last week about maybe Hulk in his own movie. We all know those rights are owned by Universal, but it would have been nice to see Marvel work out some kind of deal. I know we kind of joked around about last week, but yeah, it's a lot of stuff to take. That was such an in-depth storyline, and that was one of the better Hulk storylines that they ever came out with. So for them to try taking parts out and parts here and there and mixing it up, I just feel like it might... Might be too much for the movie. I don't know. I wish he would have got his own solo movie, did his own thing in a solo movie, but um, can't always get what you want. And then, I mean, as far as like the Hulk arm, Hulk, uh, Hulk armor, uh, if they which pull, tell people what that is. Well, in Planet Hulk, um, it's pretty much the same storyline. He gets sent to a planet, um, all because the heroes from Earth thought he was too uh, destructive and dangerous. Dangerous, so they sent him in a spaceship. It, went off course and landed on a planet where he was enslaved and he had to fight in um, gladiator battles. So they gave him armor for the battles and he eventually became king of the planet. And uh, fast forward to World War Hulk where he came back to Earth and fought every superhero in the Marvel Universe. Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess it could work to a degree. I'm not sure, man, to be honest with you, how I feel about that. Thor with the shaved head? Okay. Okay. Wow. Oh, okay. Really, I thought no. you'd be more excited for this. No, yeah, I'm, I mean, the Hulk armor. Yes. No, but it's just <clears throat> I'm excited for the chance to, for there to be a Planet Hulk, somewhat. But I just to wish see it on screen. I wish I would have had its own movie. Yeah. No, so. I, I, I get what you're saying there. Why you're why you're disappointing. But yeah, I mean this this just made me more excited for Thor three because when it first was announced that the Thor three was coming out, Ragnarok. I mean, I just wasn't that excited. I thought I was expecting it to happen eventually but you know it did, didn't really phase me but because thor i'd say is my least favorite of the whole mcu like mm-hmm. i like the iron man trilogy and the captain america trilogy and the other movies better than thor i mean i enjoyed them but you know um but now hearing this this makes me absolutely ex- totally excited for uh thor 3 um just the whole uh yeah it sucks that it's not going to be a standalone Planet Hulk movie, it looks like. But, I mean, Marvel's smart with this. I mean, they uh, they know what past uh, standalone Hulk movies have done. They haven't done that great. Um, so they figure, you know, we'll, we'll at least be able to give people Hulk, you know, in all these other movies. Yeah. But, you know, we're going we're gonna to play it safe and just, you know, keep them in these movies. And we're not going to do just a story of Hulk because that could get a little old um but yeah i mean this this just totally excites me seeing hulk in that that armor on his on his shoulder um that seems awesome i'm even intrigued by the shaved head uh of chris hemsworth that seems like it could be like a a dark point in the movie um i don't know just everything coming out about this movie right now has me excited so i i was very stoked to hear this news yeah i mean i was also reading that article it says that they mentioned the god of thunder's mission is going going to revolve around him needing to find the ultimate weapon in order to stop uh stuff from taking place so is he pursuing an infinity stone yeah it's it's very possible um i mean i i would assume that the who's um uh not Tilda Swinton, but uh, Kate Blanchett. She's in this. Who, who's she she's playing? playing? She's Hella. playing. Yeah, the villain. So I mean, maybe she has something to do with an Infinity Stone. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's definitely an interesting thought there. But <laughs> hearing this, I didn't realize who the Grand Master was. So obviously, he's in charge of these like gladi- gladiatorial battles mm-hmm. um, that take place. Uh, 
or these games. Um, but yeah, hearing that it's going to be Jeff Goldblum kind of heading that, that's that's pretty makes me more excited for his character because when I when they announced that he was Grandmaster, I didn't know much about Grandmaster. I just was pretty excited that he was casted in it. But but yeah, him hearing the more details about his character definitely makes me more intrigued that it is Jeff Goldblum. I got you, brother. Now I I, I kind of now that you said that point, yeah, uh, the Hulk movies haven't done great at the box office, so that kind of makes sense while they would probably try to avoid the solo while they could. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, that kind of... Well, and because do, they don't really have rights to a solo no, movie, right? No, it's still owned by Universal. Right, so they they would have to team up with them if if possible, but... But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm intrigued by this news. I'm excited, so we'll we'll see how that goes. We still have a year and a half to go, so. But yeah, I I, I mean, what do you think of the Thor movies? I mean, is that? Um. No, I didn't mind the Thor movies. Like I said, I I have Captain America: First Avenger ranked dead last <laughs> amongst the movies, but. Uh. Yeah, as a trilogy, I think. Uh, I, like obviously Thor has only had two movies. Iron Man has had three, so I mean, based on two to three, I still would rank Iron Man higher than Thor. But this movie could put it above Iron Man for me. So I gotcha. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm kind of same order. You said Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, depending on how three yeah. rolls out. Yeah, because I mean the Captain America trilogy with Winter Soldier and Civil War in its belt now. Yeah, like, that's uh, <laughs> there's that's a wrap. Yeah, it's going to be hard beating that. So that's why I compare Thor to Iron Man at this point. But hey, maybe Ragnarok will be the best comic book movie ever. Who knows? Never know. But yeah, it's still exciting stuff. Um, and then uh, obviously going to keep all along the lines of the MCU. Um, the uh, Villain, sorry, I'm trying to pull up the story here. Um, so we have new news on uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 villain. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, I don't have the story. Do you have it up? Do you have that story? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Could you please? Yes, well, it looks like reports and rumors have narrowed who the villain's going to be. Um, we know there's been a lot of big names associated with the movie. You got Kurt Russell, Tommy Flanagan. If the rumors are true, you even have a Sylvester Stallone appearance, possibly. Um, comic movie kind of just dropped, uh, I guess what the word I'm looking for, uh, a giant rumor. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth DeBecky from the man, from the man from uncle. Um, her role is known as her, AKA. If I can find her actual comic book name, they just refer to her as her. Ayesha? Um, yes, thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, which is, here's here's the thing, a lot of people are like, okay, well, what does that have to do with anything? Ayesha, also known as her, was introduced to Marvel Comics in the late 70s. She's genetically injured, engineered from the ground up in a test tube. Um, she was supposed to be perfect, and that was by a group called the Enclave. The same group who created another perfect being known as him. Here's a catch. Him is Adam Warlock, which is one of the biggest Marvel characters, one of the bigger factors in the Infinity uh yeah, Infinity Gauntlet in story. The, in the cosmic, cosmic realm, realm of the whole Adam Warlock Marvel is universe. One of the key guys out there. He's also involved with he's in the later um incarnation of Guardians of the Galaxy. He's one of the team members. So that's huge news. If she's yeah. the main villain. Are we gonna get our our first look at Adam Warlock? We know they had the I, little cocoon in Guardians of the Galaxy One. There's a cocoon in the collector's, um, I don't know what you'd call it, collection. Room. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that gets me super excited because <laughs> yeah, I mean, I loved the Infinity Gauntlet storyline with Thanos and all that um, in in the comics, which is obviously going to be the storyline for Avengers Three. Mm -hmm. For those who don't know, and Adam Warlock was. I mean, he was the main. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was the catalyst for this movie. Um, Adam Warlock. Yeah, he's the most important part of of uh, of the comics. So yeah, c cannot wait to see what they bring to him on screen. I mean, this obviously doesn't mean he's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy two, but they're certainly going to hint at him. I would assume, if not, you know, totally cast him uh, or you know show him, which would be awesome. Uh, I. Uh, and I also wish uh, 
Marvel had Silver Silver Surfer, but that still belongs to Fox. But that's we'll we'll talk about that a little little later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh boy. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean it's, it's interesting. I mean I, I don't know much about this Aisha, but yeah, I mean if it if it eventually leads to Adam Warlock, great. Uh, to give you guys a little more uh, details, um, it says the significance of Aisha and Guardians Two in the greater MCU is rather huge, especially when you consider that she was created by the Enclave, a group of scientists dedicated to taking control of the world, starting with the creation of the perfect genetic beings made to restart humanity. Um, and then, yeah, that, that leads into the, the first version of this was called him. And that, that was Adam Warlock, as you said. So yeah, I'm intrigued. I, I can't wait to see, cause yeah, I mean, this has to lead to, to him. You have to think that, right? I yeah. Mean, I mean, well, here's the thing. This opens up so much more. How is guardians of the galaxy going to look like in phase four? I mean, how much screen time, if they bring Adam Warlock in, is that going to allow to? That even opens up the chances of more spinoffs, which James Gunn has talked about before, that he's interested in as far as cosmic side of the galaxy. So, I mean, you could have, like I said in the comics now, Adam Warlock is on the Guardians of the Galaxy team. There's so many different things they can do with this. So, I mean, I'm just interested to see uh, what goes on. Um, Like I said, Marvel, that's one of the things, man. It's just like... Looking at a beautiful sunset, you know, you know what's happening, it's great, you know, compared to DC where it's just like, you're on the Titanic, you're looking at a giant iceberg, it's yep. a huge difference, I mean, yes, granted, did I not sound excited for the Thor movie, I'm absolutely excited for the Thor movie, more than pretty much everything that DC has coming up, um, so, yeah, no, I mean, Marvel has her ducks in a row, so I'm not gonna really sweat it, I think it'll turn out to be fine, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. So we'll see how that story develops. But yeah, I'm super stoked, and even for Guardians 2, because, I mean, the first one obviously blew everyone away. So I can only imagine what the second one will bring. All right, what do we have next? Well, you know, one of the things that happened, um, a lot of fans, um, many, okay, let me let me start this over again. Many fans had hoped that they'd cast an actor to play Miles Morales instead of Peter Parker. Well, some of you might get your wish, but just not the way you want it. Um, the character might be finally available to swing on the big screen, but not in the MCU universe. It's going to be in an animated movie. Um, as it was announced before that uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller were making an animated Spider-Man movie, and it, like I said before, it won't be set in the MCU, so you can take that off the map. They're not going to have any uh, ties in together. And Kevin Feige already said that uh, Marvel intends to keep the focus on Peter Parker. So for those that are fans with Miles, it's bitter, sad news. It's good news, but bad news. Uh, don't expect them in the MCU, but the closest thing is going to be an animated movie. So what do you think about that? I'm in. Um, yeah, it's interesting because when we first heard rumors about the actual Spider-Man that's going to be in the uh, MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which eventually went to Tom Holland... Uh, obviously Spider-Man appeared in Civil War as Peter Parker. Um, but yeah, I mean, when we first heard that he was, you know, uh, and, uh, Marvel Studios got the rights to uh, Spider-Man, that there was rumors going around that it w- would be Miles Morales. Um, so it's interesting to see that they are now putting that in the animated series. So I don't know if the rumors came about because it was being in the animated series or if they're doing it in the animated series because of all the, the hype that was around it. So that's mm-hmm. definitely interesting. But yeah, I mean, why not? Why not do it? I mean, why not have a different take and do it in an animated series? You have more wiggle room, it seems like. So, I mean, I'm I'm definitely down for it. Give us a little different take on Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not even going to be... It's not going to be a... Uh, huge movie. I mean, is it going to be uh, I mean, theatrically uh, released? I think it's a theatrically yeah. released animated movie. Okay. It was on, the, was on uh, Sony's um, slot or whatever their agenda that they came out with. Yeah. Well, so. that's cool. I mean, but yeah, I mean, why why not do it then? I mean, why not? Uh, I'm down for it. So what do you think? Now, like you said, brother, I'm pretty much, I'm game for it. Um, I just wonder how they're going to go about using characters because they're all in the same uh, Marvel comic book universe so what characters can they use and can't use it'll be interesting to see how they work that out if they even touch a reference to peter parker i mean it'll be interesting so i mean like i said this this is one of the ones i'll still your line 
I'm not going to say any, see anything until I see a trailer. Yeah, so. exactly. It's hard to have uh, an, uh, an opinion, you know, an educated opinion until you see actual footage or, or hear more of the storyline, things like that. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. All right, so what is our next story? Well, our friends at Fox just seem to keep disappointing us once again. <sighs> Man. Simon Kinberg, he just came out and <laughs> recently said that the Fantastic Four is a big part of Fox Marvel plans moving forward. Whoop, and Simon whoop, Kinberg whoop. is... Simon Kinberg is one of the main people over at Fox. Fox. Yes, okay. One of their head honchos over there. Um, and I'll read a couple, a little bit of his quote. Um, where's the line I enjoyed the most? It's a big part of Fox's superhero plan going forward. I would love to continue making movies with that cast. So not only are they not going to make a plan to sell back rights to Marvel, they're going to use the same cast to make another <laughs> Fantastic Four. That's his goal. <laughs> Even though you just had Michael Jordan go over to uh, Marvel to be in the Black Panther movie, uh, I just don't understand. I mean, yeah. these have been critically horrible box office hits for you guys. Obviously, you don't know what to do with the... Um, or non-hits. Yeah. <laughs> And that's Michael B. Jordan, the actor, not yeah. the not, not the, the basketball player, yeah. not not two three, <laughs> but um, brother, I don't. I'm I reading the story. I'm literally just sick right now. There's so much stuff that Marvel could do with these characters that yeah. would make sense. Marvel Studios, right? Is that or do you just mean? <laughs> I just, I just threw me off. Yes, Marvel's. <laughs> ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Marvel, uh, yeah, back to Marvel and Disney. Like, there's so much stuff they could do. There's right. so many more stories. Because yes, tell. Fantastic Four is Marvel, but it's own. Those movie rights are owned by Fox. I just want to make sure the listeners know. You know, you're. Oh god, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's no, all good. No, we're, I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page. Yes. No. Um. So, what are your thoughts? I'm I, just I mean, like I said. Yeah, it's definitely disappointing, especially what I was talking about with uh, Silver Surfer, because obviously he belongs with Fantastic Four, and uh, he, he, the movie rights to Silver Surfer are with Fox as well. So that's disappointing that uh, uh, you know we'll never see, at least in a long while, we'll never see Fantastic Four in uh, the MCU owned by Disney. We'll never see them with the Avengers and everything like that. I mean, because... We we were holding on hope that because of the terrible, you know, the box office wise and critic wise, the terrible um, just performance that uh, the the most recent Fantastic Four movie put out, that we were hoping that you know the studio would just kind of give up on it and you know kind of be like a Sony Spider-Man situation where they'll work out a deal with Marvel Studios and and say hey you can use Fantastic Four in your movies but it's not happening now um maybe they'll make a good one <laughs> i mean that's the old i'm trying to think of the positive oh. things i mean maybe they'll get it right this time well, what it, do you think about them trying to keep the same cast the same cast i mean they kind of got to at this point they can't reboot again i mean especially for the third time and so soon right after the second one I'm, okay. or after the first one, I, I Dude, think they kind of got to go this way. But, I mean. You wh- ruined Dr. Doom. I, mean, I know. Uh, you, there's no coming back from I know. That. Unless they do a Brian Singer thing, what he did with X-Men and kind of reversed everything <laughs> that happened in the bad X-Men movie. Uh, bad X-Men movies. Movies, yes. yeah. Um, you know, unless that happens, which obviously it's not going to. Then yeah, they're we're we're kind of screwed with Fantastic Four. The only thing I can think that was positive about this, maybe they, I mean, get Galactus right and do something amazing with with him. Uh, obviously, he's a, a huge villain in the Fantastic Four storylines um, I mean, in the comics. Um, but yeah, I mean, just all the potential that I Galactus, know. Silver Surfer, Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom has so many more storylines with other heroes in the Marvel Universe besides the Fantastic Four. And 
Haven't they said that this is in the same universe as the X Men? Yes. Like, well, that was supposed that to be still... the whole point. I don't. Who know? Who knows with Fox? Yeah, I, know. I mean, you know, with oh, it's so stupid. <laughs> so I know. It's like, oh, well, you got to think that these actors have contracts that they yeah, would no, ha- uh, have the same cast because the, these actors would not agree to this unless. <laughs> I mean, you would think that they wouldn't agree to come back for a second one unless it's said so in their contract I mean, that they I, had to. I look at how Marvel, like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Natalie Portman almost does not want to come back to Thor, and she hasn't been back. She's not going to be back for Thor Rangar. She didn't make any yeah. appearances. Your buddy Vigo Mortz. No, no, is that a, no, who played Red Skull? Vigo Morton? No. No. Uh, uh, Mr. Smith. Yes. <laughs> I can't think of his name. Um, I know. He doesn't want to come back for... But he, they're all under contract. I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, you can't not just walk away from that. So, um, yeah, disappointed. Wow. Let's just get off the story before I want to <laughs> busting my I'm head open with something. Pull up, uh, I, I have to find out. I can't think of his name. I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Are we, who are we talking about? Red Skull? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Smith. People, people listening are probably like saying, who, oh, Hugo Weaving. There we go. Hugo Weaving. You might have seen him in Lord of the Rings. Yes. The Matrix. And Captain America. Thank you. And possibly uh, Fantastic Four. Hello, governor. Hello, governor. Hello, governor. All right. Um, do we have any other Marvel stories? Yeah, I think we have one do. more. Um, yes. Who's... So... Big casting news, possibly. Yeah, possibly. So Brie Larson mm-hmm. is in early talks to take on the role of Captain Marvel. In this, then Captain Marvel will be part of MCU, part of uh, Marvel Studios, which is with Disney, uh, in the studio's first standalone female super superhero movie. According to Variety, the Oscar-winning star of Room is reportedly circling the project with rumors suggesting that the character would in- initially be introduced in another Marvel film. Um, let's see. And I, I didn't even know this. Uh, Angelina was a mooted director, but no official announcement has been made. Uh, the screenplay play will be written by Inside Out's Meg, uh, Lefauve and Nicole Perlman, who co-wrote Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what do you think about her being in, uh, looks like serious talks now. I mean, she was rumored before, but. Yeah, it was like her and Emily Blunt. Emily yeah. Blunt's name's always, anytime there's a female lead for Marvel, Emily Blunt's name get kicked around. I honestly thought I would want to Emily Blunt, but, um, Brie Larson, serious actress. I'm happy with that. Uh, she is a mighty decent looking female. <laughs> um, are you sure we want to talk about this? I know how you don't like giving women. Uh, equal rights. Uh, you know, movies, I actually, I'm, I'm not going to say what I was going to say now <laughs> yeah, because you reminded me of that. <laughs> no, no, it's just the thing of, I mean, it doesn't have to be a female director and female writers. I mean, that's just what I'm oh, saying. My, just I, like Black Panther doesn't have to be African American oh, directors boy. and right. I'm no, I mean, okay. I mean, I thought I brought up a valid point there, but uh, anyways. Oh boy. No, I'm excited for this movie, and if she's cast, great. Uh, she's an Oscar winner now, which is great. I mean, I would prefer Emily Blunt over her um, at this point, but not to say that Brie Larson won't knock it out of the park, so I'm definitely excited for this news. I'm glad we finally got some news that is, you know, uh, being circled around Captain Marvel because we haven't heard much about it since it's been announced that it was even coming out. Um, so it's, it's exciting to see that we're, how time is flying. I mean, we're finally getting to these other movies. Um, uh, I, I have to think that, um, Emily Blunt might have scheduling conflicts. I mean, cause she's working on another Disney movie. Uh, she'll be in the new Mary Poppins. Oh. So Which comes? Oh, do you have that in the cutting room? No, I had that. <laughs> yeah. but, well, we'll yeah. touch on that more. But anyways, that comes out in 2018. This also comes out in 2018, I believe, right? I, mm. I, I think so. Um, it, it, or, yeah, 2018. So they both come out in 2018. So I would think that there might be scheduling conflicts. Plus, they're both Disney movies. So I don't know. Yeah. Emily Blunt is not going to be in Sakaro too either. Really? Looks I, like they're going to keep. Uh, Everybody else but her. Interesting. I mean, she was like the I know. the, the so story. Josh, Josh Brolin, and I think they're going to focus more on. Uh, I know, guys, we just went off topic, but uh, they're going to focus more on 
Benicio del Toro's yes, character. Well, that that is cool because so. I mean you did not get enough of him in that movie. I mean he was, I mean him and Emily Blunt were obviously the the standouts of the movie. But yeah, you definitely left you wanting to know more about his character. But yeah, we're totally going off topic. But uh, we'll definitely give you more news on that as it develops. But yeah, Mike, I'm excited for Brie Larson possibly being it. But yeah, I mean, uh, did you know Angelina Jolie was? Even rumored to um, direct. You know, I had read something in the past once. Didn't even think yeah. of it. Yeah, that was a little bit, little bit ways ago. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, either way, it's should be interesting. But yeah, she see. didn't do bad. I think she made Unbroken. That was a pretty decent movie when I watched it. Right, Unbroken or yeah, that was a pretty solid movie. Yeah, I mean, she's so. a great, she's a, a good director. So I wouldn't, wouldn't. Uh, be disappointed if she was announced as as the director for this a superhero movie that would be pretty cool um and then real quick if for those who don't know um uh captain marvel she starts out as carol danvers an air force pilot involved in an accident that combines her dna with that of an alien Ah! this then leads to her possessing super strength she's also been seen as an important feminist character fighting for equal pay um but yeah she can fly and all that and right yeah just wanted to make sure all right so yeah that's quick not trivia quick fun fact rogue of x-men in mm-hmm. the comics, got her powers from uh, Captain Marvel by draining them from her, putting her in a coma, and she absorbed her powers. Interesting, but that will never happen in the movies because, never. guys, as we've been trying to drill in your heads, X-Men belongs to Fox in the movie world. So. Oh, boy. And, uh, yeah, all these other movies like Captain Marvel belong to Disney slash Marvel Studios, so... Little fun fact for you. Yes, it is. And before we leave this topic of Marvel, just quick shout out. Good job, Marvel and Disney. Uh, Emmy campaigning for Daredevil actors for the Emmys. Uh, Daredevil, they're Ooh. pushing for him, and they're pushing for the Punisher. Nice. Uh, they're campaigning hard for him. So good. They're I starting mean, to put billboards and all that kind of stuff out. It so. deserves it. I mean, that it wasn't just great for comic book fans i mean it was a just great series all around great acting so that would be awesome so it'd be so. nice to see some besides you know heath ledger is pretty much the only person yeah. that i've seen even in the big you know oscars and all that stuff but yeah that'd be nice to see awards. some some people get some recognition for their roles in movies comic book movies yeah. i should say i agree all right, so let's let's get off of this. Yeah, uh, like we comic. were saying before, we're done with Marvel at this point. We're gonna go ahead, um, Dan Aykroyd. Like we were talk, we touched on this last week, and if you have any kind of internet access, I'm sure you've ran across this Ghostbusters. Not really getting good reviews. Uh, fans aren't necessarily too happy. Well, a, lot, a lot of stuff wrong with it. Um, Dan Aykroyd, who you know is the one who directed the first Ghostbusters, right? Directed or no. him, or he wrote him and I don't think. Yeah, he might have wrote co- with uh, yeah. the the Ray, actor Ramis. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're Thank good you. with names today. Yes, we are. Absolutely. Um, he and I quote: He wrote as originator of the original. Saw a test screening of new movie. Apart from brilliant, genuine performances from the cast, both female and male. Has more laughs, more scares than the first two films, plus Bill Murray's in it. As one of millions of man fans and Ray Stance, which was a character in Ghostbusters, I'm paying to see that and bringing all my friends. So, what do you think? Is he just, you know, saying this to help boost up the movie? Is he serious yeah. about it? Oh, um, well, for, and then real quick, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't direct. He did write uh, the first Ghostbusters with Harold Ramis and Rick Moranis. Um, yeah, I, w- there, there was something in that, like the first part of the quote he said uh, about the acting or something. Uh, Brilliant, genuine performance. Gen- yeah, br- genuine performance. Like that doesn't. That, yeah, it could be genuine, but that doesn't mean it's going to be a good movie. Um, I, I think he's just saying this just to. I don't know, because, he, he, you know, this movie's obviously close to his, his heart. I mean, obviously, uh, San, Harold Ramis, who just d- passed away recently, obviously you want to honor him a little bit, and I think he's going to try to hype up this movie any way he can. I, I, I don't take this quote to heart. 
but you know, maybe maybe it is decent. But uh, I mean, so far from what I've seen from the trailers, not impressed. So I mean, what do you think? I'm one of the few people that one of the trailers are not super horrible to me. I guess I mean I'm okay. not dying to do a backflip to go see it. No, staying in a Thursday night movie crowd to see it. Um, that's a movie that could be watched weeks into the theater when you're in the smallest theater possible. When there's just you and two other people there, probably in their 80s, getting the senior discount, sharing a tub of popcorn, <laughs> while having a cold soda or beverage, um, that's probably when I would see the movie. Okay, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad you're you're the first person I've seen who's kind of excited about it. So no, don't say good. don't say excited. <laughs> Do not say excited for the movie. It's just one of those movies that are going to be <laughs> not for anything but pure entertainment no like let's get something out of this movie for no it's not gonna have anything that's gonna jerk the emotional strings nothing like that for me i don't think so okay okay that that day it makes sense but yeah i mean in regards to his comments i mean what do you i I, you like you said this is something that he's been trying to get a ghostbusters remake Or an actual, he was trying to get a Ghostbusters 3 for the longest time. Bill Murray always held out, said he refused to do it. You know, Rick Moranis, one of the guys you touched on, uh, wasn't acting anymore. And as you said, um, who just passed away? Harold Ramis. So you have all that factor in. And yes, I mean, this is something that was dear to him. Um, I, I don't know if he's just saying it to help. I mean, like you said, I mean, hopefully it works out. I mean... I know he's been. Uh, it's dear. To, it's a. Dear, it's a project dear to him. So yeah. I mean, I can understand why he would say that. Yeah, definitely. So we'll see how it is. It comes out this summer. Uh, so we'll we'll see. We'll probably have a review on it at some point. Um, all right. So our next story is in regards to uh, Kingsman: The Golden Circle, which is Kingsman: uh, The Secret Service um, sequel. Uh, so we have some casting news. Obviously, we've you know Taron Egerton starring in it. He's coming back. Mark Strong returning as his trusted uh, tech support Merlin. Uh, and obviously, we've it's been announced that Julianne Moore will be in the movie. Halle Berry, ah! Channing Tatum, even to, uh, <laughs> it's even said that Elton John might have a little part in no, it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it. And uh, Colin Firth is supposedly coming back. But now we have another casting announcement that, uh, and the filming is already underway. But the ensemble has added one more exciting name. Who is that? Jeff Bridges. Oh. So, I mean, man, they're just keep adding to this cast. What do you think about uh, this choice? Well, I mean, does it say what, what he's playing in the movie? No. Um, yeah, it just says, uh, today on Twitter, what's better? Nope. Yeah, it says nothing about who he, who he'll be playing. So, I wish I kind of knew what he was playing. But, yeah, no, Jeff Bridges, uh, I'm happy. That's That's exciting. Uh, more star power. Yeah, he can. I mean, obviously, we've seen him be a villain in Iron Man one. Right. Um, we know he can be funny. Um, so I mean, good call. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't really know what he's playing, so I can't really. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah, who knows if he'll be part of you know the Secret Service or he'll be like a Samuel Jackson type character. Um, you know, some kind of quirky. But yeah, I'm I'm certainly excited for it. Great actor, uh, you know. It's the dude, you know. Who? How can we? How can we deny the dude? I hate to backtrack, but you know who would probably like the Ghostbusters movie? Who? Our Spanish friend Billy. Yeah. Billy. Yeah, that sounds like a Billy. Movie. Yeah, while well, he's <laughs> doing his work, listen to our podcast. Billy would probably love that movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can see that, Billy. You silly, silly man, you. All right. <laughs> But yeah, I'm excited for for Jeff Bridges. Uh, pretty cool. But yeah, Elton John. That's that's interesting too. Yeah. Uh, well, he made the theme song for The Lion King. Do you remember that? In the jungle. No, no, that's not the, in the jungle. The candy. Yes, I, I remember tonight. this. Okay. It's, come on. Of course, of, I remember. Of course, you do. You listen to it every night before you go to bed. So, you got a problem with that? Um, all right. What's uh, what's next on the old? Well, here's a little set list. Here's a little switch up in that pitching mound. 
And I said pitching, and we're talking about Pitch Perfect 3. Oh, yeah. snap. Yeah, buddy. Uh, it's a little bit different. I know it's a little bit, but it's movie news. Yeah, what, movie news is movie news. Um, Pitch Perfect was released in the fall of 2012, and it was actually a surprise hit. Um, and Pitch Perfect 2 was released three years later and made even more money than the original movie did. Uh, it's actually the highest grossing live action movie musical in history of all time. Um, so it was only a matter of time before they were going to announce a third yeah. movie. Well, here's the thing, guys. Uh, I got delayed. It was supposed to come out in July 21st of, uh, 2017. And now it's been pushed back to December 22nd, 2017. Okay. A few so, months. um, yeah. I mean, what'd you think of Pitch Perfect? I know you watched, I came in the house one day, you were watching it, singing the songs. Yeah, I I'm not gonna. I mean, these you know it seems like it's marketed towards you know chicks more kind of chicks flick. But I, I enjoyed both of these movies. I mean, they're funny. You know, they're they're. Uh, it's got I can't think of his last name, but Adam from Workaholics. Uh, that guy, he's hilarious, especially with the uh, Rebel Rebel Wilson's love interest. But yeah, I'm excited that it's out. But yeah, it does does suck that it's even a little longer. I mean, five more months than than expected, but. Um, I mean, how about you? Did you enjoy these these movies? Um, for what they were, they yeah. were pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, uh, the acapella singing stuff, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, no, it was actually, I, there was parts where I genuinely were laughing pretty hard at the movie. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's it's just one of those movies that are, don't expect to walk out of the movie with any kind of like emotional. Right. But definitely entertaining. And uh, yeah, so I mean, I'll check it out eventually. Yeah, it's definitely lighthearted movies, you know, nothing, you know, not much depth to them. But hey, they're kind of good background movies to watch. But yeah, it's interesting news. But yeah, like you said, it's new movie news is movie news. And that's what we do. We, we let you guys know recent movie news. All right. Um, what do you have next? Uh, might be different than what I have next. But anyways, just quickly wanted to say how close tom hiddleston is to playing james bond um he's uh sources have confirmed uh let me just start according to a report from birth movies death sources close to tom hiddleston have confirmed that the actor has met with eon about possibly taking over the role of james bond from daniel craig uh, however, while the actor has met for serious talks about the part, no concrete offers have been made at this point. Uh, Tom Hiddleston has arguably become his own most outspoken advocate for the role of James Bond, so obviously he wants to play it. So, what do you what do you think about this? I mean, we've I think we've talked about this in a few few weeks ago about him possibly being the next one. But what do you, what do you think? He's making a face. Uh oh. Uh, no no i don't like it no i don't like it that's dude like i said you're coming from probably arguably the most physical james bond that they've had in james bond history to tom hiddleston that joker better start drinking some protein shakes (laughs) and lifting some weights better than that huge jackman diet i just i mean i don't what are you gonna go back to you're gonna go back to the more campy james bond you're gonna go back to the gadgets i mean granted i don't think i've ever watched another tom hiddleston movie outside of door so i can't really say how he is as an actor side but i shouldn't knock that way but physically coming from daniel craig i don't i don't like it i mean if you would have took over after pierce brosnan probably yeah, maybe, would have yeah. looked a little bit better for me but i mean like i said daniel Craig to me is the most realistic in shape bond there is you know yeah. and, and and tom hiddleston it's hard to see him being like a what's the word i'm looking for something that you were probably fit in with mel chauvinist kind of person <laughs> kind of hard to see him <laughs> fitted like that uh, uh so I, in fact somebody tweeted us about that when i posted that link up I, yeah i forgot what it was but uh i should have wrote her back i apologize but she was saying like seeing him as a chauvinist not a good look yeah. so um yeah yeah i mean who would you rather have tom hiddleston or idris elba uh idris elba just yeah look wise and not look wise that that's completely different but <laughs> uh, just attitude Physicality, body, body, physicality. Yeah, I mean, shoot, 
Yeah, Wasn't I mean, everybody else linked that. to that before? But I mean, t- part of James Bond is his his charm and his you know his charisma and personality, and I think that fits Tom Hiddleston pretty well. I mean, action scenes you can place any stuntman in there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess if you had what's his name playing James Bond before. Uh... Pierce Brosnan? No. Well, Pierce Brosnan, yeah. Oh, yeah. From Miss Doubtfire, from Miss Doubtfire, <laughs> 007, I guess. Uh, Sean right. Connery, we had... Uh, yeah, Sean Connery. I like Sean Connery, though. Yeah. Roger Moore. You know what? Roger I actually Moore. liked Roger Moore. Roger Moore was one of my favorite James Bonds. Timothy Dalton. Is that the one you were thinking of? I was of? probably thinking of Timothy yeah. Dalton. <laughs> if he can play James Bond, I guess it's up for air for everybody. Yeah, this is true. This is true. But yeah, I mean, I... I say, I, you know, I, it's easy to say that about an actor... In regards to a role like this, but you never know. I guess, you, you never know. I guess trailer. Let me see a trailer. <laughs> exactly. <That's, laughs> let me see a trailer. That's our saying around here is just let us see a trailer. The we'll <laughs> Let's see a Jack uh, Tom Hiddleston picture come yep. out of him, you know, yep. taking it serious. But, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to judge yet. I mean, I think he could pull it off. I mean, I, I, I would be down for it. But yeah, let me see a trailer. Let me see a movie. Let me see. Anything. Well, I'm pulling for him. That's my dude over at Marvel. So I mean, yeah. I, I guess at the end of the day, you never want to see somebody fail in Hollywood. No. Even though they make millions of dollars while we're here <laughs> talking about them yep. and wishing we could be them. Yeah. But hey, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. yeah. They're there for us. So. Yeah. All right. So our next story is. Well. Looks like our friend, Mr. Snot faced himself, uh, Lex yeah. Luthor, <laughs> will be returning in Justice League next year. Um, we know that he's hinted at it, but it's now confirmed. Uh, this is what he said. I'm kind of in wait. They just started filming Justice League, so I'm kind of like waiting for my crack at it. I don't know what I'm allowed to say because I feel like there's probably some drone following me from D.C., and if I say anything wrong, I get, you know, picked off. But yeah, I think so. And I love it. And I love everybody who's in it. You know, it's a really talented group. So it's hard to say how much screen time he's going to get um, based on what he just said. But I think it's definitely going to be more than a cameo. And, you know, he's also uh, rumored to appear in Suicide Squad. So his role's progressively getting bigger in a DCU uh, universe going forward. But... Thoughts on him in Justice League? Mm. Is it too much? Mm. Because who knows? Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, does it surprise me? No, but I don't know. I he was probably my least favorite part of that whole movie, um, and there was a lot to not like about that movie. Um, but I don't know. I, I like him in you know com- comedic roles like Zombieland, Adventureland. Even, you know, he was good for social network, but him just as a villain as Lex Luthor just did not work for me. So hearing that he's going to be in movies that actually might be good, like uh, Suicide Squad and Justice League, it's a little disappointing to me. Um, but it, again, not surprising in the least, but yeah, that's just how I how I feel about him. How about you? Hmm. I... I just hopefully they don't overcrowd the movie. That's all I'm worried about. What yeah. significance is he really going to have? I mean, if the main villain is what they keep rumoring to be Steppenwolf, um, I don't know what he's going to do. Obviously, he talked to him in the deleted scenes. So, I don't know. Who knows what kind of role he's going to have. I don't know. I guess we can see if there's any more interaction in the director's cut of Batman vs. Superman, which comes out in July. But... Until then, I don't really know what his role is going to be. Maybe he has a bigger role in Suicide Squad that will link him in the Justice League, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like I, I mean, said, he's... like his his acting, is not faced. Yeah, I mean, his character just doesn't interest me at all. I mean, where we left him at in uh, Batman v Superman just didn't do anything for me. I didn't no. really care what happened to him. It just, uh, I don't know. Uh, um, that's one of those ones just, where I wish the the rumor was correct about Brian Cranston. I know. If oh. that would have been, he would have delivered the, the goods. Man, that would have been, yeah, we'd be having a totally different conversation if that was the case. But obviously they wanted to go a totally different route with, with that Lex Luthor. But, hey, we'll let you guys know what else we, we find out about that. Um so we have some Star Wars news finally. We haven't had... Oh, I'm sorry. Did you have another? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, along the lines of DC, we have some more. Yeah, the last 
DC story until maybe the cutting room floor. But Ben Affleck, I know we've talked about this a lot. What what's a movie going to be about? What storylines? Well, according to Ben Affleck, it's going to be a mixture of a lot of storylines. Uh, he went on to say about putting an original spin on a story. I think what I would do, what I probably would do, is in some ways what Zach did with this movie, which is to borrow certain things from the great comic comic books but create an original story around it because i wouldn't want the fans to already know the story and be familiar but i would borrow still great things that have been done before in the comics so this doesn't rule out elements from red hood uh doesn't rule out el- uh, elements from storylines like hush um what, what do you what do you think yeah, I, mean, I mean so yeah i mean it really doesn't rule out anything i mean basically his comments cancel it out each other he said it's original story but i'm gonna pick things from the comics as well so i mean it's it, anything that still happen. it's just seems like that it's original but you know different storylines from the comics will be placed together where they weren't in the comics together um but uh i don't know uh does it even make sense to you no i don't know nah, i mean really well i mean it kind of does i mean because i mean you look at the christopher nolan batmans uh you know even dark knight rises was a lot like dark knight returns uh comic storyline there are parts of it in there where he kind of picked from and then i think a couple others where he picked from so i can i, I mean it's obviously has been done before yeah, I mean, so why not death of superman the dark knight returns you yeah parts from all that yeah so i mean it's that's that's what what I think of is hey maybe it, it'll be close to those Batman films but I mean what, what were your initial thoughts of his comments I don't know but this picture of Ben Affleck looking at me right into the depth of my soul <laughs> uh, it's a little disturbing yeah but I mean we're both in agreement that Batman was the best part of Batman yeah, and oh, Superman yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so we, absolutely. we have no problem Batman with... and I loved Wonder Woman I loved her little Egyptian rock music but yes yeah, I yeah, I just wanted to make that clear. I I loved Batman in the movie, loved Ben Affleck as Batman, loved that Ben Affleck is directing and writing the movie. So, but yeah, it's just those comments were kind of vague. So you didn't like Aquaman looking like he was drowning? <laughs> okay, cool. Well, a spoiler alert. Come on. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it is what it is. I mean, those comments like I said are kind kind of vague even though they seem telling to me. What about, I mean, no, would you I, say I got so? nothing yeah. really, really go back <laughs> okay. on that one. All right. So can I go to my Star Wars story? Uh, no. Okay. Cool. That's funny because this is actually Rogue One is called a, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. <laughs> uh, got him. Uh, got him. All right. So there's been a lot of drama going on with Star Wars this week. It's been unneeded drama, I think. Um so, uh, yesterday uh, was rep- or not yesterday? This it was from yesterday. So, like two days ago, it was reported that expensive reshoots had been ordered for Rogue One: A Star Wars Stories because Disney ex- executives were unhappy with test screenings of the film. Uh, t- uh, t- uh, yesterday, the story was been slightly amended, um, and there's a clearer picture of why exactly the film is headed for reshoots. First of all, films. Always films, especially of this high caliber, always do reshoots. Always, yes, reshoots. Um, they're a standard part of any blockbuster film, as this uh, article from Collider b- brings out, um, and they're not newsworthy on their own. Uh, what made these reshoots notable is that they were supposedly to address the dissatisfaction Disney executives ha- have with the film right now. However. The Hollywood Reporter elaborates on the that dissatisfaction by pointing out that the film isn't at disaster, but rather it's tonally not in line with what Disney wants it to be. According to The Hollywood Reporter, it felt like it was tonally off with what a classic Star Wars movie should feel like. The pick... Uh, the pick has not been, yet been tested before audience, but audiences, but one source describes the cut as having the feel of a war movie. Um... Man. So I mean, it's it's reshoots are so I mean the big deal was that there were reshoots happening. People always make a big deal about that, but reshoots always happen in movies, like I said. Um, but it wasn't because Disney was dissatisfied with it. It wasn't because 
anything like that. It's just they, they might want to uh, fix certain shots they didn't get right. Um, but in this case, it, there is some changes they want to make to the tone of the movie, which is I, I totally get. I mean, what are your, what are your thoughts? I mean, I agree with you 100%. And... You know, I don't know if you touched on this. Another thing I, I saw today, um, I'm, I'm stepping away from the microphone. Uh, they're also reshooting to involve a very important character. Yeah. And the rumor is uh, they just announced Han Solo casting. Yeah. Uh, supposedly, some of those reshoots involve him. Yeah, that would make so sense. So that makes sense for that to be the case. Like I said, my, my point in the article where you, I was kind of like, yeah, scratching my head at. It's supposed to be a war movie. Yeah, I this know. This is critical yeah. times. This is hard and that's, times. That's how it was described to us originally. So, I mean, I'm, I was I would be okay if it was a war movie. Yep. I mean, so hopefully they don't change it too much to where. Yeah, I know that, and that's that's the thing. I mean these these movies. So I mean, this is a story of Star Wars. This isn't going along with the episodes. This isn't a sequel to The Force Awakens. Yes, I want it to have a Star Wars feel, but. I want it to still be separated from the episodes in some way. And you would think that would be, that would take place in the tone of the movie. Um, so it's a little disappointing to me that they want to change the tone because it's so different. I mean, yeah, no, it's exactly it, mine. Yeah. I mean, obviously the casual movie goer might be a little confused about the star Wars movie. Like why isn't Ray in it? Why isn't Finn in it? Like what's, what's going on? They might be confused, but if you put, uh, Darth Vader in there, which they're going to. I mean, that gives right away that it's a Star Wars movie. So, I mean, they're obviously putting characters in there to let you know it's a Star Wars movie. I mean, people, you're going to have the freaking Death Star in the yeah. movie. I mean, come on now. I'm in. Exactly. I mean, so yeah, I mean, it's a little disappointing to me that they want to change the tone of it. I was hoping it would be kind of like a war movie. It would differentiate itself from uh, the, from the uh, episodes because of its tone, because it had a different tone. But... Uh, we'll see. Uh, the the trailer looks promising. Um, everything else we hear about it looks promising. So we'll, we'll see. I think this is uh, about n- nothing really. I mean, it, it should have been a nothing story just because people make a big deal about things. They schedule these reshoots when they schedule everything for the movie. So, um, but yeah, it's just it's interesting and a quick interesting fact about it is that, that it's basically going to end ten minutes before a new hope. Uh, the first ever Star Wars movie. It's going to end like ten minutes before that, so that's pretty. Did cool. not know that. Yeah, so that's that's pretty interesting. That it's basically going to just lead up right to the start of A New Hope, which I think is really cool. So, yeah, we'll let you guys know. Like I say, if anything else develops out of this. Um, all right, is it uh, is it cutting room floor time? I believe it is, sir. All right, so cutting room floor. Let's do it. And guess what, guys? We have... Oh, I'm sorry. I had I had the music set up. One second here. Say something, Brandon. Yeah, I'm saying something right now. This is a commercial break where we have lots of cereal. Honey bunches of oats. Honey bunches with nuts. All right. There we go. Thank you for that commercial. All right. This is the cutting room floor where we have... You know, quick news stories that happened during the week that we just want to quickly get to. Might not elaborate as much as we do on the other stories. So, Brandon, what do we got this week? Well, my friend, did you know Brian Singer was in X-Men Apocalypse? I did not. Yeah, he was in it for literally five seconds. Hugh Jackman's Wolverine killed him. Interesting. Okay, he was so... the one that was carrying a machine gun and Wolverine killed him. Okay. And... Not really a spoiler. It's basically in the trailer. Yes. Uh, Brian Singer said he didn't even recognize himself. When the shot was done. Did you know Suicide Squad is a, is officially the most talked about upcoming movie, according to Twitter? Twitter reports Suicide Squad was mentioned over 1 million times in the span of March 1st to May 26th. It is officially the most talked about upcoming comic book movie. Many tweets were about Jared Leto. And so that was that. Coming in second was uh, the sequel Finding Dory and then Ghostbusters coming in third with a lot of negative tweets. Interesting. Cool. So what do you think about Suicide Squad being the number one rated? It's interesting. Makes me think it'll make a lot lot of money. 
Good call. Uh, you already touched on this before, but Disney's Mary Poppins returns in 2018. Yep. Um, taking the lead of Mary Poppins, of course, will be Emily Blunt. So, thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, we, we obviously knew she was cast, but yeah, we didn't have a release date or anything. But yeah, it's a little further off than I thought it would be, but... And I guess the storyline's going to focus on the Banks family, which is who she took care of. They're all grown up now. All and right. she's going to be visiting them after a personal tragedy. Well, look at that. Next... Uh, the Han Solo spinoff film will begin shooting very soon. It looks like uh, early 2017 is when they're yeah, going to start January. shooting. Yeah. So, also the screenwriter Lawrence Kasdan, who was part of Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and The Force Awakens, reveals that this will be his last movie he writes. Yep. Look for that movie, the Han Solo anthology movie, May 25th, 2018. Still a long way. Yes, it's a long way away. Russell Crowe confirms original plan to make Man of Steel sequels before Batman vs. Superman happened. If you didn't know, Batman vs. Superman was uh, rushed into production. It was literally announced days before Batman vs. before the Comic Con announcement. They put it together and said they're going to do it. Um, and Russell Crowe, I quote, Originally, I could be completely wrong. I think there's a number of Superman movies. But I think they made a decision to jump past those and go to the idea of Batman and Superman in the same film. So no, I didn't have any discussions about that at all. Was it wrong to skip more Superman movies? Was it better? Do you think it would have been better to have more Superman movies to help build a better universe? Your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, uh, I do. Um, yeah, I, I think it did. I think they did... Batman v Superman's failed so much because they were trying to rush everything to try to build up this universe. So you think there should have been a Man of Steel 2 before yeah, this? Yeah, especially this was three years after Man of Steel came out. So yeah, definitely. Next story. Batman vs Superman Donna Justice. Uh, as you know, a lot of the stars, Henry Cavill, Jason Momoa, Ray Fisher have all spoken out about, you know, defending the movie. Well, our good friend Oscar-winning Jeremy Irons had this to say. <laughs> Deservedly so. I mean, it took $800 million, so kicking didn't matter, but it was sort of overstuffed. It was very muddled. I think the next one will be simpler. The script is certainly a lot smaller. It's more linear. linear. I'm tied in the Batman at the minute, and Justice League Part 1 is due next year, which is nice because it's a bit of income. Not that I need a bit of income, but it's nice to keep it ticking over. So, do you think Jeremy Irons was out of line and not uh, for not defending the movie like the rest of the people were? No, he just says it how it is. I, I, I like it. He's just going to be honest. Uh, I like how he even talks about his, his checkbook a little bit. That's <laughs> pretty funny. Well, did you get the release um, for Transformers, the new teaser? Did yes. you see the new teaser? Yes. So, we now know who the new villain's going to be of Transformers last night. A new revamped Megatron is back. Hmm. Thoughts on that? I don't know. We'll see. Cutting room floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and last news, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. We've been talking about him every week. He's I know. got his name everywhere. Has confirmed to play Doc Savage for director Shane Black. Real quick on uh, Doc Savage. It was the inspiration for Superman. Uh, a lot of the stuff that Doc Savage has... They took the best parts of. The thing about Doc Savage is he has no social graces just because of the way he was brought up. So it's going to be odd. It's going to be weird. But I think Dwayne Johnson can pull it off. So Yeah, we'll see. Thoughts on him? You like that casting choice? Yeah, I mean, anything I mean, he's in on by at this going point. To, I mean, is he ever going to not be filming a movie? I know. I don't know. He's Fast and the Furious if 8 right now. A... Baywatch is wrapped up. Uh, he had to go straight to Fast and Furious 8. You know, you got Shazam down the pike, Jumanji, now that. Yeah, I mean, he's movies are his, are his life right now, so more power to him. Yeah, he's like you said, he's always filming a movie, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. We'll see how that develops. All right, guys, that is pretty much our show. Um, we're going to... Uh, crap, my... My iPad is screwing up on me here. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, follow us on 
Twitter at BlockbusterCast and email us any questions, concerns. We're going to get to some email questions next week. Yeah, uh, we've been saying that for like I a know, month, guys. But I And I know, hey, we wrote you back, but we just don't talk about it online. I, I apologize. Exactly. We'll definitely address those soon. Uh, it's just we got uh, a lot of a lot of stuff is happening in the movie world that we like to get to, but uh, we'll definitely get to those next week. But, yeah, I appreciate all the support. Uh, and uh, follow us on our personal accounts. Mine is at bccord. And yours, Brandon? Do you want me to say it? Yeah, go ahead. Say it, <laughs> at Big Papa BBCast. Um, so yeah, follow us on Twitter. Interact with us on Twitter. We like doing that with you guys. And uh, yeah, appreciate you listening in on, this on, week on Potter and Family. Thank you guys. Over three thousand on Twitter now. Thank you so much. We appreciate the follows. Yes, sir. And I just want to give a shout out real quick. Hi, Jimmy and Amy. How are you? Right. Oh, Jimmy and Amy. Hello, hello, hello. All right. <laughs> All right. So, as always, we're going to go over next week's uh, or this weekend's box office uh, uh, predictions. Uh, what we have coming out this week is Me Before You, obviously a romantic film from Warner Brothers. Pop star, never stop, never stopping, a comedy uh, with Andy Samberg uh, from Universal, and the big one, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows from Paramount comes out. Um, we thought we were going to have a review for that this week. We didn't get a chance to go to the presser because we got a little busy, so um, we might uh, might see that. We might have to actually have to pay for that one. Um, all right, Brandon. Where do you where do you see the box office falling this weekend? Well, uh, we'll take Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. I see X Men dropping a little bit. I'll take that. Me before you at three. Oh, so you X Men's number two. X Men's two. Me before you at three. Alice in Wonderland drops to four, and I just barely think Angry Birds stays in at five. Okay, um, I'm going to go Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as well. I'm going to go X-Men number two. Number three, I'm going to say, is... Hmm, number three is going to be Angry Birds. Number four, Never Stop, Never Stopping. And number five, Captain America. Oh, Interesting. Maybe not. I forgot about Allison. Lily. No, I'm just going to keep that. That works for me. Okay. We'll Interesting. See we both have completely opposite. Yeah. This is the most opposite we've been in a while. I know. I know. I, I like to change it up a bit. But, I mean, you're right more than me, so maybe I should follow your, your uh, you know, advice, I guess you could call it. But, anyways, uh, wham, we, we went a little longer than I thought we would today. But, hey, guys, appreciate you hanging down there with us. Um, any final thoughts, Brandon? No, I just want to give one more shout out to our last week's, uh, guest. Um, Gray, good show. Thank you for dropping by. And, gray, uh, big gray pen, pen, penetrin, pen, pen, penetrin, penetrin, pectrin, pectrin. Is that your Pet name, Gray? Petron. Totally. Petron. Yeah, shout out. But yeah, we'll definitely have some more guests, uh, and repeat guests, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. We definitely want to link up with some of your other podcasters, maybe do a little phone in action or something sometime. Yeah, but, uh, definitely. We'll have to work that out, that's for sure. All right, guys, that is our show. Brandon, it was fun. It's fun as always. Yes. It's always fun. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, it's all right. But yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss for words at one point in this show, so what do you know? All right, guys, we'll see you next week, and we'll also see you at the movies. <laughs> <laughs>